This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back, everyone. I'm really looking forward to today's conversation because I'm going to be diving into the emotional solar plexus. And I want to talk about this as an emotional authority, and I want to talk about how people can experience the waves. And so what I want you to know is that the emotional solar plexus is our emotional awareness center. It's one of the three awareness centers in the human design body graph. And there's about 50% of the population that have this center defined. When they have this center defined, that means that they are an emotional authority. This is how they're designed to make decisions and process their emotions before coming to clarity and then deciding what is best for them. So for example, projectors, manifestors, generators, and that's it, can be emotional authorities. Reflectors cannot be emotional authorities. So literally any other type, manifesting generators as well. I was like, why am I missing one? So Four out of the five can be emotional authorities, which obviously explains why there's a 50% chance of people being an emotional authority. So the reason why I want to talk about this is because it's funny, I had to kind of get over the fact that I feel like a bit of a fraud talking about this because I don't have an emotional authority. I have an undefined emotional solar plexus and the only two gates that I have defined are the 36 and the 6. And so... For me, those 36 and 6 are my conscious center nerves. So they are big players for me in my human design chart. But I was in the DMs with someone recently and they were asking about the emotional authority and I just very intuitively shared a combination of the different channels that are part of the emotional authority and then I was thinking about the circuitry and like how people can process this, whether it's conscious or unconsciously defined. And... I was just like, okay, actually, maybe I should do a podcast episode because I think I just want to share my open Ajna perspective on this and really give a bit more structure in terms of how people can contemplate this, whether you're an emotional authority or not. There is a 50% chance that if you're not, you're going to be influenced by somebody who is. So this is very interesting because what happens is if you are an emotional authority, you that means that you will have at least one channel defined. And it's either going to be connecting to the throat center, the ego center, the sacral center, or the root center directly, okay? And I think that one of the things that's really fascinating is that when we look at this from a channels perspective, we have three different types of channels. So you've probably heard about the different circuitry, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit, but we also have flavors of channels in the human design body graph. And I'm actually going to include in the show notes a link to a photo that is found on the human design journey website. So I want to give credit to them. It's easily found on Google. And I believe that it's also seen on Jovian archive as well. So when we look at the channels coming off of the emotional solar plexus, we have two going up into the throat that are manifested we have the 659 which is generated and then we have the three going down to the root which are projected so if you're somebody who has hanging gates or any of those channels and 
you're contemplating, well, how do I experience this energy? Do you notice that if you have the manifested channel that you're more likely to initiate and inform your emotions? Or if you're, if you're experiencing your emotions in a projected channel that you need to be invited to process your emotions? Or do you find that you experience emotions when you're responding to something if you have that 659 to the sacral? So I find that interesting because this might actually play into how people process their emotional wave. So it's interesting because even though I don't have an emotional authority, I have a 36 and 6. The 36 is in a manifested channel. What I notice when I'm experiencing turbulence, I will talk about it. I am like, this is how I feel. Like it's a very intense manifested energy. Like the turbulence is there, but there's also anger. Like it's like, we're fucking talking about this right now. And I have a completely open throat center, right? But the chances of there being an electromagnetic channel and actually my fiance, Guillaume, he has the 35. So when it comes to like having these conversations, when there's turbulence with freaking hunger which is the shadow of 35 like these conversations are going to come up and they're going to be intense and they're going to be passionate because there's that flavor of the manifester which is anger of the not self theme when it comes to the six which is sitting in a generated channel i find that conflict emotionally will come up for me when i am responding to something so let's say i'm having an interaction with someone and we've had a disagreement that feeling that emotional experience is going to come up because i'm then responding to the situation and in order to process it i feel like i need to have something to respond to to talk it out so this is this is i'm going to tell you i've never seen the emotional solar plexus the channels the gates and so on, talked about in this way that I'm sharing with you right now. I want you to know that this is completely intuitive the way that I'm sharing. And I'm just wanting to share this because if this helps people get to emotional clarity, then obviously it's something worth contemplating. So I just wanted to give some examples. You can have full-on channels, you can have hanging gates, but just to like notice that. Do you notice how this shows up for you? The other thing I wanted to talk about is the circuitry. So there are three different types of circuitry that are going to be coming up when it comes to the channels that are connecting from the emotional solar plexus to the heart center, to the throat, to the sacral, to the root center. The first circuitry set that I want to talk about is the knowing circuit, which is all about individuality and it's a sub-circuit of the individual circuit. So this is channels 12 to 22, so throat to emotional solar plexus and then 55 to 39, which is emotional solar plexus to the root. So this circuitry is very intuitive. It's really about trusting your own ideas, your impulses, the feelings that you have within you, your intuition, and it's it's about you developing this self-trust and going with the guidance, the intuitive nudges that come to you that are directing you. So I'm curious how this ties into people who have the 55 or the 22 activated from the emotional solar plexus. Do you notice this inner knowing with your emotions? This is another way to contemplate this and how it shows up for you, okay? The 22 to 12 is also a manifested channel. The 39 to 55 is a projected channel. So again, layering on, like, do I need to be invited to share my feelings? And do I find with the 22 to the 12 that I'm like ready to inform because it's a fucking manifested channel? The next set of circuitry that I want to talk about is the ego circuitry. So this is going to be the channels 37 to 40. 
and then it's also going to be 19 to 49. So the 37 to 40 is reaching towards the heart center. Okay, the heart center is all about commitment, integrity, drive, ambitions, desire. And then we have the 19 reaching or the 19 to 49, right? And obviously the root center is like pressure to evolve and it's the what is the next thing and having a drive and like the ability to get shit done in life. So the ego circuitry is all about material and it's a sub-circuitry of the tribal circuitry. This is about managing resources, agreements, leadership, being connected and bringing the things to your people because the commitment is to lift the tide with all boats and to really make that impact that is sustainable for others. So I'm curious how this shows up for you if you have either of those channels and if those are part of the flavor that you experience, especially if you consider you can even look at and maybe I'll get into the shadows of each of the gates in a minute. But how does that circuitry show up for you? How do you relate emotionally to materialism? And when I say materialism, I mean resources. And I don't just mean money. I mean literal resources, like I said, like you wanting to collaborate and connect and share these things with other people. How does that play into your emotional authority or the activations that you do have in the emotional solar plexus? The other one that I wanted to talk about next is the 6 to 59, which is the defense circuitry. It really ties into protection and it's also a sub-circuit of the tribal circuitry. So this circuitry, this is the 6 to 59. So we have a monster solar plexus to the sacral center. This is a very primal energy that's all about creativeness because obviously it's connecting to the sacral and it's about destruction. It's about building things it's about sexual reproduction obviously because there's a sexual energy in the sacral as well and it really is penetrative it's here to make an impact and also just make make an impact but then in a very meaningful way because that's six to 59 like it really is about intimacy that's quite literally the channel of mating this channel like i said is a generated channel so do you notice you know, even though I know off the top of my head that the six, the shadow is conflict, do you notice frustration and conflict? Do you notice that you need to respond to something in order to express this emotional energy? Just something interesting to think about, right? The other set of channels that I want to talk about are the 35 and the 36. And these are part of the sensing circuit. And they are known for abstract energy. This is a sub-circuitry of the collective circuitry. So it's all about your inner knowing, embodiment, and experiences. And it's really about sharing, storytelling, being able to take abstract information and having it be digestible for other people. There's a lot of creative energy. It's artistic. It can be sensual as well. And it's, it's really you being that embodied version that's going to inspire other people to follow their insights. So again, 36 to 35, manifest a channel. Do you notice when you experience turbulence, like myself, when I shared earlier, that there's going to be this flavor of anger in that? And then when we look at the 30 to 41, this is a projected channel. So this is about being invited. Do you notice a bitterness when it comes to processing that emotional wave? So these are the different circuitries that you can consider that these waves live in. The other thing I wanted to talk about was there's actual names for the waves 
themselves, which kind of tie into the circuitry, like I just said. So 6 to 59 is the source wave. This is the emotional solar plexus connecting to the sacral. They're each going to have their own pattern of what they look like. And I'm actually going to find a resource for you. I don't I actually don't think I have an Instagram post that shares this. So I'll look on my Instagram. If not, I will connect a resource for you in the show notes for you to see the different patterns of the emotional waves. Then we have the tribal wave, which ties into the tribal circuitry. Like I mentioned, this is the channels 19 to 49 and 37 to 40, which is emotional solar plexus to the root and then also emotional solar plexus to the heart center. We have the individual wave that is the 12 to 22 up into the throat and 39 to 55 down into the root. And then we have the collective wave, which is 30, 41 coming down into the root and then going up into the throat, the 35, 36. So I think, I hope at this point you brought up your chart so that you could at least look and see where these gates and channels are hanging out. But the reason why I wanted to take a minute and record this episode is because I wanted to give more nuance to people to really check out how they experience these emotional waves, whether you have hanging gates, it's your authority, you have channels and so on. And, and to throw in another fucking curveball for you, what if these emotional waves are consciously or conscious, unconsciously defined? that's going to play into it as well. The ones that are consciously defined, you will resonate more with. Just like my 36 and 6, that's in my sun and earth, it's consciously defined. I'm very familiar with this energy. The other thing to consider is what gates are these planets connected to? Or vice versa. What are these planets, what gates, what planets are these gates connected to? That's what I'm trying to say. That can also express the energy. So 36, being in my conscious sun, this is my brand. Like I am very open about turbulence and focused on the humanity aspect of business and having compassion for other people. Like this is, this is in my conscious sun. This is a big energy that we share. If this was in my Venus, for example, the Venus is all about relationships, connections with other people. I might find that I express this more within my relationships rather than my sun energy, which is like to the world and how people perceive me. So that's another thing that you can do too, is like, okay, what are my gates activating the emotional solar plexus? What is the circuitry? What kind of channel is it? Projected, generated, manifested? What planet is it sitting in? And is it consciously or unconsciously defined? So this episode was basically a crash course masterclass. And I was inspired to pull the pieces apart bring them back together, give a different perspective on contemplating the emotional solar plexus because ultimately this is 50% of the population that it's either going to have this defined or some people are going to have activations within this. If you're somebody who has a completely open emotional solar plexus, maybe you understanding this episode and being able to look at the charts of your friends and families, clients, and the people that you work with you're going to see and have a better understanding and be able to hold space because you're going to be like, oh, you have a manifested channel and this is sitting in your Mars planet, which is about immaturity and growth. It's no wonder that this is a very intense, potentially anger-filled, passionately expressed energy. It's not personal. This is how you're designed to show up, right? 
So tool, this is a tool for the undefined and open and also a tool for the defined emotional solar plexus people. So I think the last thing I want to say that just came to my mind that could be another important aspect of contemplation is looking at if you have hanging gates that are connecting to another hanging gate. So you have a full channel, but half is conscious and half is unconscious. I'd be curious to contemplate that. What is that relationship to the center that it's connecting to? Do you notice, how do you notice that gate within the emotional solar plexus being activated if it's connected to an unconscious hanging gate or if it's connected to a conscious one? That's another thing. That's one, I think that's probably the last piece that you could also contemplate and just see like, how does this show up for me? Or even looking at, okay, oh my God, listen, the ideas just never stop. This is what happens when you have an undefined head center. The other thing to look at too, I told you to look at where the planets are of the gates that you have in your emotional solar plexus, but you can also look at the channels that you have, what planets are those gates in, right? And then I just realized one of the things that I almost forgot that I wanted to talk about was specifically the shadows of the gates in the emotional emotional solar plexus. So when we are looking at each of the gates, which I will talk about briefly, I want you to consider how do I experience this energy from the shadow gift and city aspect and how does this show up if this is my authority? How does this show up depending on the type of channel that it's in? How does this show up if it's consciously or unconsciously defined? So let's say we're going to talk about all the shadows of the gates. We're going to start at the 36. The shadow is turbulence. And for me, when I think about my emotions and being turbulent, it's like they're up and down, they're up and down. It's literally waves. Even though they're they're all emotional waves, they have their own pattern as a wave. It's like turbulence is like, I just see ocean waves in my mind as a metaphor. And so it's so fascinating how as humans, like when you think about experiencing your emotions, that they can be like waves, quite literally. And then we look at the gate of 22. The shadow is dishonor. So the way that I like to contemplate this from an emotions perspective is like, where am I dishonoring my emotions? Where am I not allowing myself to process my emotions? Because when you're honoring your emotions, which is the gift, then you're going to be able to process them because you're going to be able to release them. Then we have the shadow of conflict with number six or gate six. And conflict is like contrasting emotions. And it's interesting because I talked about this channel specifically being very piercing, like that circuitry. It's like a piercing circuitry. It's part of the tribal circuitry. It's like here to make an impact. It's about mating. It's about reproduction. Like there's going to be that tension there. So of course, conflict is a shadow. Then we move to 49 and the shadow is reaction. How are you being reactive with your emotions? Then we move to 55. The shadow is victim or victimhood, victimization. So think about sometimes when we're so fucking overwhelmed with our emotions, we feel like a victim. We feel victimized. And then we have the gate 30. The shadow is desire. And so I always find desire a really interesting word when it comes to the gene keys or human design because desire, like you hear this all the time in manifestation, love attraction. What is it that you desire? In this context, specifically, the way that I explain it to people is desire is coming from a place of scarcity where it's like this insatiable experience. Like you just continue to desire. There's not enough. It's rooted in scarcity and there's a lack of abundance because that's why when you look at the gift of lightness, it's really releasing that that pressure 
right? Especially because it's connected to the root center. So it's just like, it's all quite literally interconnected. So that's another way that you can contemplate your emotional solar plexus is like looking obviously at the shadows, gift and cities of all these gates. And even that, if you want to have a farsighted approach, you can look at your type as a whole. So even though there's specific manifested channels that each have their own, like there's manifested projected generator, and then they each have their own shadow. They each are in a certain kind of circuitry. If you're a generator, manifester, projector, even though like that's your quantum type, like you might actually experience frustration with the side of conflict, even though actually that is a generated channel. So let's say you experience frustration with 36, which is turbulence, and that's a manifested channel, right? So it's like frustration and anger. So it's interesting, and I find it kind of cheeky how the emotional solar plexus is actually quite complicated. There's many different layers. And so just to summarize, now that I've went off on a tangent, my undefined head was like, wait, do you have more to say? You can look at the circuitry. You can look at what type of channel it is, manifested, generated, or projected. You can look at the gates and the shadows. You can look at if you have it consciously or unconsciously defined, if there's hanging gates connecting to a consciously or, un or unconscious gate that's then creating a channel. You can look at the whole channel itself. You can look at your t quantum type and your not-self theme of that. And I want to say this. If you're somebody who has a completely open emotional solar plexus, I want you to ask yourself, what does all of this mean to me? Because I don't have any of this definition. And like I said, you can obviously leverage this so that you can have more emotional more emotional awareness for other people and actually use this as a tool to set emotional boundaries but you're just going to be someone who's going to feel all the things this is why there's such a gift with a completely emo open emotional solar plexus of somebody being an empath but when you can pinpoint all of these things that i'm talking about it's actually going to help you set better boundaries and people who have a defined and undefined will have this awareness as well emotional awareness center there it is to set boundaries with other people and themselves and overall have more compassion for processing emotions because we're a fucking human being and we're going to have feelings whether the center is defined or not. That, my friends, is everything that I have to say to you today. And I hope that you found this episode valuable. You probably stopped and took a lot of notes, I hope. If not, then you can listen again and take notes. But I would love to hear... If you want to send me a DM on Instagram, let me know what came up for you in listening to this. I would love to hear that because I have never talked about hemostral solar plexus in this way. And I know that it's going to make a huge difference for every single person. So definitely send me a message, check in the show notes for those links so that you can see the emotional waves and the, the channels that I was talking about. And of course, you can take a moment to please subscribe to the channel and if you can leave either a written review or you can swipe five stars on spotify or apple it takes about one to two seconds this is going to help me get this free work out into the world so i can continue to support people and then you actually get to contribute and be part of that thank you so much for being a listener i'm looking forward to hearing from you i hope you have many aha moments from this episode and i'll chat with you in the next one